This podcast is brought to you by Lacrosse All-Stars. Growing the game, one podcast at a time. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Lacrosse Podcast. That means it's Friday, and that means you're about ready to hit the weekend. I'm Justin Skaggs, coming to you live from the Wood Lacrosse Sticks Wood Shop. And uh, we had a really awesome week in the NLL, but I'm, I'm going to kind of skim over that here. I'm running solo today, and uh, we do have an awesome interview that I'd like to rush through and get to with Dan Carey, who is in charge of setting up the new Rochester Nighthawks team. And there's a really cool insight because he's right at the very beginning. I mean, he's hiring like administrative staff. And I just thought that was a cool, like, you know, obviously the game's very important, but how do you build a new franchise in a town with an existing franchise that's literally walking out as you're coming in? Let's get to our advertisements. We have, um, well, I guess we'll just do me again. Wooden sticks haven't died, they've just evolved. A hickory box across frame can still be used. It can play against plastic and metal, and in the right hands, it can win. When it's all said and done, and my stick making days are over, it's humbling to think that my sticks will still be out there. Let's run through last week's games and uh, some of the best points that I saw. I really uh, appreciated watching the Swarm Nighthawk game and seeing how the Swarm kind of, you know, kept their composure during a pretty gritty game. The the Rush finally got their revenge by pounding the Roughnecks, and I uh, only managed to watch the second half of that, but it was a solid game. The Seals continue to surprise me throughout the entire season by taking down the Warriors at home, and uh, we're going to see them in the playoffs, so that'll be pretty cool. And then Crawford, the Black Wolves, they cruise past the, past the Mammoth. And again, that's just some more heartache for Colorado. So again, you know, we have a really cool interview and I am solo. So I'm going to take this uh, moment to talk about uh, what's going on with Tahoka. So obviously, if you're listening to this obscure of a podcast, you know who Tahoka is and you know how important he is to the game and the culture and also to his team. Uh, you may not know that he is currently... Uh, dealing with a little bit of heat because he posted something on his Instagram. Now, we live in a weird time where kind of conflicting with NCAA rules is easier than ever. And uh, he, I believe I'm correct in this, he, he posted something about uh, from Stringer Society, which is an entertaining Instagram account. Um, and it's uh, it just seems seems as though like he's getting thrown under the bus as an example. And for anyone who doesn't know what Stringer Society is, it's uh, a company run by uh, a young man who I believe is still in college. And it, it's not even big enough to probably cover his tuition. You know, it's, it's a passion project and a lot of lacrosse is passion projects. So for a player like Tohoka to repost something from that kind of an Instagram account and then be treated as though he just got like a sponsorship from Goodyear Tire is absurd. And, you know, I get it. There's, there's rules, there's regulations, but to be fair, the NCAA and not paying their athletes, blah, 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 all that stuff. I think it's a pretty widely accepted understanding that it's, it's a total scam anyway. You know, University of Albany needs this player and uh, Albany is benefiting from the player. And even the coach from Albany came out, and you can go watch the interview uh, on uh, Lax All-Stars. 
he, he's against this as well. No one's really behind the NCAA for, for what they did in the suspension. And I think it's very telling that a lot of people from, you know, the younger generations are seeing the sort of NCAA facade and seeing that, you know, you have these young players and especially in lacrosse, like the, the opportunity to make a very successful living in lacrosse is very slim, let alone something like basketball. The spots to become an NBA player are impossible to get. So these players go and they, they play in college and most of their time is consumed by sports. And whether or not you agree with the fact that a free college education is worth the millions and millions of dollars that a school benefits from these players, you know, uh, it, it doesn't really matter because the younger generation is obviously standing up and the entire internet just blew up over this. So, you know, full support for Tohoka and I'm happy to see that he's allowed to suit up for the field. But at the end of the day, the guy posted something from an Instagram account that I, I don't want to say it's like a lower level Instagram account because the guy makes his own content and, you know, he's, he's in essence just starting out. But it's not even like, he posted something from an East Coast dies. You know, there's, there's, there's levels to this. And it's, it's just really nitpicky. There's absolutely no reason to take uh, one of the best young talents off of the field because he happens to genuinely like what somebody else posted and give a little bit of love to another person who's also trying to grow the game from a very grassroots way. You know, Stringer Society is a fun account it's not a Coca-Cola sponsorship, you know what I mean? I, don't, I, I doubt there was even a money exchange. It was just someone who probably technically has an LLC and therefore you're not allowed to communicate with them at all. So that's a bit of my rant. I want to move uh, quickly into uh, the new Rochester Nighthawks and what they're doing to get their team set up for the next year. All right, guys, I am so excited to have uh, this guest on the line. We are talking to Dan Carey, and he is responsible for keeping the Nighthawks' uh, entire team going in Rochester through a crazy expansion system that has been uh, really elemental in growing the sport. So, Dan, how are you today? Good, Justin. How you doing? Doing all right. Where are you calling in from? I'm in Rochester. I'm at the You're in Rochester. You're on the ground in Rochester holding it down. I am. I am. That's fantastic. What is your office like? Are you like actually working with the team as it leaves? Like, do you have just a cubicle next to somebody you're never going to see again who's, who's off to Halifax? What's that? No, no. I'll, uh, so the current team, uh, their offices are just outside of the, the Blue Cross Arena. Um, I am currently located inside the arena. I've got my own office and, and just starting to prep for, for next season. All right. So, you know, I, I, I hate to go back to an origin story here, but... Let's give some backlog uh, for anyone who doesn't know what's going on, because you know once you understand it, it's not really all that complex. But trying to talk to somebody who's a, a weekend uh, watcher of lacrosse and that doesn't really get into the business, it could be a little confusing. So um, obviously, you have the Nighthawks. They were in uh, the MIL since like 1995. They were an inaugural team in '98, ten division titles, five league championships. And they are moving the team to Halifax, Nova Scotia. And then through an expansion, Rochester got another team so that they can continue, uh, in essence, the legacy of the Nighthawks. Is that, is that a, a general assumption that everyone can chew on? 
absolutely. All right, cool. And we just kind of did that here in Philly, you know, obviously with a long, long lag uh, when they moved our team to New England. So, I mean, it's not something that's so foreign. It, does it seem like uh, the, the town is instantly welcoming of a new team, new owner? Do they seem to be concerned about that? I don't think there's going to be much concern, uh, knowing the current situation. Um, so the Nighthawks, current Nighthawks are relocating to Halifax. Uh, their, their owner, Kurt Styers, has been involved in this league for a long time and then done a great job here in Rochester. Uh, the, current, uh, the current situation with them moving and, and us taking over the new Nighthawks, as we call them, um, the Pagulas, uh, Terry and Kim Pagula, um, having roots in, in Rochester and Owning the Rochester Americans, who also play the Blue Cross, they yeah. are, you know, they're they're wanting to, you know, to to invest in this league and, and in the Rochester area. So, you know, I think it would be, you know, a welcome uh, welcome part. Well, of I think there's there's a lot to be said about the synergy, right? You know, I mean, you have you have someone who knows what they're doing with a hockey team, and then you have, you know, like a like a sister sport, so to say, with indoor box lacrosse. And yeah, I mean, I. From every article I ever read on the subject matter, it doesn't seem like anyone's terribly concerned with their ability to manage a team. Yeah, and they shouldn't be. Um, yeah, I, it's I, a slam it's, dunk. Yeah, it, to me, you know, that was part of the the appeal to, to come here was the ownership that really take pride in in their teams and, and their communities that they're involved with. So, right. you know, I think uh, I think people should be excited, and, and I know you know with us in the NLL, we get another another team and another location to play in in Halifax and continue on the legacy and the tradition that, you know, Rochester is an important franchise, an important market for us to continue to operate in, in the NLL. And, you know, for me, you know, it's something that I'm excited about to, to kind of build, you know, build a team and stay in an area that has a lot of history and success. What would you say right now in your position, um, what, what's, what's mission critical? You know, like what's the first thing you guys need to worry about? Because everyone else would probably, like, you know what, the fans, are like, well, what, what up with the logo? You know, but that's not necessarily, that's not where you are right now, is it? I'm sure you got other things going on before that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that are important to us and, and you know, making sure that we are, you know, putting the right people in place. I think that's a big thing for us is finding, you know, good people that are going to help us be successful all around from the business side and mm. the team ops as well. So that's one of the things that we're currently working with is making sure that we have the people that we need in place. And then, you know, I think kind of just checking things off of our list that we have and making sure that we're setting ourselves up for success for next season um, on the floor, off the floor. So, you know, there's a lot that we have left to do and there's a lot that we're, you know, working on now. So, um, you know, it's part of the excitement for me. Yeah. So right now you're literally just building like an administrative team. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's a lot that's kind of going through, you know, what we're, we're working on and uh, the current Am Amherst staff. We, uh, we're working closely with them, and there's going to be some that, that are working on both sides as well. So, you know, that's kind of step one for us. All right, and then you're going to build a team fully out of an expansion draft. So that means players, uh, for, for those of you who don't know, uh, players can just get moved from team to team. It's pretty wild. You, you know, if you're just a, a, a solid lacrosse player, right, right you, you could just end up packing your bags, and now you're in Rochester. And uh, when, when does that happen? So we haven't set a date yet. It will be most likely early July. Uh, All right. We'll have a coin flip for between us and New York, as as uh, the New York Riptide have just been announced. So we'll be uh, we'll be determining who gets the first pick in the expansion draft, and then uh, the the other team will get the first pick in the entry draft. 
So we'll uh, we'll have you know a protected list that come out with each team. Uh, they'll be able to protect up to eleven players, and we'll have access to the unprotected players and build our team from that. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how much lacrosse is going to be in New York. Like so much, it's going to be yeah. an, like all the best play. Like the the amount of talent that's just going to be in one state is going to be absurd. Yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting and. You know, I, uh, I've spent some time in, in, you know, western and upstate New York, so I'm familiar with the area, and, you know, I think there's, uh, you know, there is a lot of players that come out of here, and, and for us, you know, we're going to be looking to put the best team on the floor possible early on um, and want to, you know, be, be as competitive as possible. All right, so when, uh, we're, we're right in the middle of the season, you know, well, actually, we're towards the end of the season now, I guess, if you want to call it that. So someone like uh, like the Thunderbirds, right? The, the the new team that Rochester's current roster is going to be going to and things like that. They have the ability to already release a logo and a brand and a, and a homepage. Do you feel like having to wait until Rochester's done with their current season is a little bit of like maybe a marketing, um, not a step back, but a little bit of a hindrance? Because you guys really can't do anything right now. I mean, obviously, yeah, you can well, set up a team, but you can't be like, "Hey, who's ready for the new night?" You know, you're, they're still there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be patient and, and wait our turn, um, knowing that uh, the current Nighthawks are playing their season, and you know, they uh, I think their last regular season game is April 27th, and um, as of right now, you know, it, uh, you just never know with the playoffs how how that'll work out. But for us, we're you know we're being patient, but knowing that we do have a plan in place and. You know, we want to be respectful of the current situation with the Nighthawks here, and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be ready to roll out, uh, you know, and be as prepared as possible once their season ends. Um, you know, to put out any information, and, and you know, I think, I think we're going to be, we're going to be just fine in in our approach and our plan. I think, um, you know, as long as you guys stay stay true to the fans, you're going to have a reception like Philadelphia did, where at the end of the day. We just want a team, <laughs> period. Like, I could end my sentence there, you know what I mean? Right. So in terms of building, you know, building a fan base, there, you have a unique opportunity to already have a fan base, right? So yeah. at that point in time, you know, I wish, I, I wish you the best of luck in pleasing them because lacrosse people can be a little bit stubborn, but I'm sure you guys will roll that out. And um, I guess now it's just all about who's going to be doing the coaching and the drafting, right? Absolutely, yeah, and that's to me that's kind of the fun part of it. You know, we know that there's a passionate fan base here in Rochester, and and, uh, and we want you know we're we're wanting to do this for them, right? It's it's usually the reason why you're you know you're you're investing and in, in investing your time and energy and money into into a product to to entertain people. So our goal is going to be you know first and foremost is to to make sure that we're appealing to our fans and. And the fans that are, you know, have been around for a long time in Rochester are very important to us, and also attracting new fans that, that may not have been exposed or, or had the chance to, to become, you know, Nighthawk fans. So we're excited about uh, about the opportunities ahead, and you know, our fans should be as well. All right, guys. Well, Dan, thank you very much for your time, and uh, I expect to hear from you when you guys start making some important decisions. And also, you got a pretty unique situation here, so I wish you the best of luck. And it seems like it's a situation that's full of more opportunities than hardships, which, you know, growing a team and starting something new, you, you have some good tools and you have a really, really interested fan base to start with. So congrats to you. Congrats to the program. And, uh, you know, 
I'm sure I speak for Rochester when I say thank you guys and everyone who was involved in maintaining a team through an expansion draft. So have a good day and uh, good luck with everything you got going on, man. Awesome. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate the time. Peace out. Take care. All right, guys, my name is Justin Skaggs, and this is The Lacrosse Podcast. As always, you can find this wherever you get your podcasts or on laxallstars.com. Joe Snow is our editor, and Frank Stanley wrote our music. Until next time, take care. Keep laxing.